1: we are back at it (laughs) yes sir Um, yeah today's gonna be a little different um yeah it's been i don't know if you've lived on a rock like me but in general even when you live on a rock it's kind of hard to ignore everything going on in culture and so we're gonna process a little bit Mm -hmm. um and so how today's podcast is gonna go is we're gonna talk about the the shootings over the last couple weeks Um, Cedric's gonna basically update me, inform me on what's going on, and we're just gonna process, but we'll see how this goes. Uh, um, I think, you know, I, I've had a lot going on. And then I think just being in the middle of this dissertation process, you know, I'm having to read history that is re traumatizing mm-hmm. in a certain degree, um, especially from a spiritual perspective, theological perspective. So I've had to put other things at bay, which um, which is why y'all probably haven't seen me posting much about the trials or the shootings and that sort of thing. But it's because I have to balance that black. Trauma porn That we've already (laughs) Talked about You know Yeah So um, But anyways Patreons Thank you guys For your support And um, Yeah Your kind words Like you know Our You know Patreons are, Are incredible And people that are Engaging with our social media If you're new Thank you Um it's been encouraging mm-hmm. um, it's been encouraging to see um even how far some people like knowing where some people started on this journey and where they are now sure. um so but yeah, catch me up on the shootings man uh yeah i know I know a little bit, I know you know some of the details the the you know a hundred thousand foot view, but i haven't gotten into the weeds,
0: yeah, so gosh i'm trying to think even when I became aware of the one I was at work. And I've actually been watching a little bit of the Derek Chauvin trial. Um, I hadn't watched any of the previous trials, so I didn't watch the George Zimmerman trial. So this is really my first time actually watching one of these trials instead of hearing the summary day after this, that, and the other. Now, before
1: you get started, you sure you don't want to plead the fifth? (laughs) Lord,
0: sorry. I did hear about that. (laughs) Well, we do know what parts you did catch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. About that. So here I am watching the trial go on as as the prosecution is bringing their last witnesses and the defense is bringing their witnesses and see something about somebody. In a Minneapolis suburb, like, damn, again? Yeah. Getting shot and killed by the police. And, in fact, I think it was during one of the breaks, and it was on the news. So I was watching this on the, the television we have in the conference room. And it's the mayor of this, this town. Uh, I think it was, what, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. Minnesota? I It's a suburb of, of Minneapolis. Yes. Yeah. And saying that, um, you know, what happened was really unfortunate and mistake and, and we're being proactive. And, you know, we're going to we're going to show the we're going to show the the body. We're going to be f- full transparency. We're going to show the body cam footage. And I'm thinking, yeah, we're going to get this body cam footage in like two, three days from now, bro. They showed it like within two minutes of him saying we're going to show it. He's like, oh, I think we have it now. And they literally on live TV wow. are showing the body cam footage from what happened the night before. Wow. So, when it starts, maybe you've already seen it, maybe you haven't, and if you haven't, I understand why you haven't, and why you wouldn't want to. Like, while watching the the Derek Chauvin trial, every time they show any video footage of the body cam (laughs) and, and bystander video, I either... Turn the channel or yeah. I look the other way and I just listen to yeah. what is, is being discussed because I have still yet to watch the video and I will not watch the video yeah. for my own personal health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just about to turn the channel as this comes on, but my co-worker was like, yo, leave it up. Mm-hmm. I I, I want to see this, and I'm like, okay. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just watch this, and as soon as it looked like Shots are about to be fired. I'm turning away. Yep. So it was police car or police officer. You see the car of the kid, Dante Wright, 20 years old. And... There's one officer on the passenger side. There's another officer who's in front of the officer who you get the body cam footage of. Mm -hmm. And he comes up to the car. Kid rolls down the window. You see there's a little bit of conversation going on. Maybe 45 seconds passes. And he's asking him to get out of the car. So Dante Wright gets out of the car. Tall, skinny kid. And he... Basically instructs him to turn around so that he can put handcuffs on him. He turns around He has his hands behind his back. The guy starts to handcuff him now the other officer And I'm not who knows why I haven't watched the video since to analyze it or anything like that comes over to assist with the handcuffs at that moment when he comes over to assist after he's already got his hands behind his back all of a sudden, Dante whips around, gets loose from the initial officer, and tries to get back in the car. Now, mm-hmm. important thing to note, the person who's holding, has the body cam thing, is, has their hands out, and they're holding what looks like a gun. Right. Pointed at the car. So already, before they even get up to the car, on a routine traffic stop, four expired plates— Already got the gun out. Yeah. Apparently, Kid had a warrant for something to do with $150 it was the amount of the warrant or something. Right. I, I, anyway, I could be wrong about that. Point is, whatever it was that the warrant was for, it was not the kind of warrant that merited it, it, already yeah, having his like, gun out. Yeah. Right. Apparently, the other thing was that. Dante Wright had a um, air freshener hanging from his rearview mirror Mm because he called his mom, said something to her. Man, mom, they pulling me over and saying something about a a, um, air freshener dangling from a rearview mirror. Because apparently in Minnesota, Minnesota is one of the states where it's illegal to have something hanging from your rearview mirror because it could obstruct the driver's vision.
1: I mean, I took my black (laughs) guys (laughs) down.
0: Right. We'll get to that one in a second. But then as he tries to get back into the car, the officer who has the body cam that you're getting their perspective comes over. The other guy's trying to grab him to pull him back out of the car. Doors wide open. And she is like, I'm going to tase you. I'm going to tase you. Then she says, taser, 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 which is what the officers are instructed to shout to let the other officers know I'm about to deploy my taser. Except there's one problem. That's not her her taser. It was her Glock 17. And she fired one shot right into the chest of Dante Wright. He... Gets in the car Right after You know Because he's already seated w- Gets his legs in the car Speeds off And you see Again Perspective of the shooter uh, Who Officer Potter is, But uh, I can't yeah. remember her first name Goes Oh my gosh I shot him And all of the officers are looking at her like What? And it cuts
1: Oh because she Tapped her thing off Right I saw Yeah I saw the cop last night. Like, right You turn it on Turn it off <laughs>
0: So He drives a few blocks Crashes Car Girlfriend in the car Covered in his blood They go over They try to administer CPR He dies And (laughs) Obviously The biggest issue Is here is that let Let me rewind that back So My immediate thought was She's Either a rookie or just plain incompetent. Like how are you going to mistake your gun for a taser? Mm-hmm. And in the press conference, they say officers are supposed to carry their, 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 their pistol, their handgun, on their dominant hand side and their taser mm-hmm. on the opposite side. My my other thing I'm thinking now. Hmm. I've never held a gun in my life.
1: Mm-hmm. I have a lot of guns.
0: My assumption would be that in your hand, mm-hmm. the weight of a gun is mm-hmm. going to feel significantly different than the weight of a taser. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I haven't held a police taser, mm-hmm. so I don't I don't know the texture. Like I don't know what it would. But there's a difference Like if you you have to shoot a gun enough Especially as a cop that many times Like your hands should be familiar Despite adrenaline or whatever
0: Right because even if you're not Shooting because a lot of officers To be fair Never in their career ever actually Use their gun Mm -hmm. But It's not like they don't Get training to use The thing that's what we have Shooting ranges for Right? Yeah. So they can practice and be prepared if the time ever comes. Right. So then to come find out, she's a 26-year veteran. Ooh. And is someone that actually trains other officers. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that part. Yeah. So she has since... She's been relieved? She resigned. Oh, well, there we go. The captain, or the chief, also resigned. The press conference was, was interesting to begin with, because the mayor <clears throat> was saying was some the things. Were they the ones with the, they had a black police chief? No, they had a black mayor. Mayor? Yep. Okay, yep. okay. Black mayor. Okay, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the black police chief was <laughs> is the police chief of well, Minneapolis. Min- Min- okay, that's that what i thinking of. That was up. a witness for the prosecution. Yeah, in the Derek Chauvin case.
1: Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <sighs> so essentially, we're back to normal
0: America. Basically, because we've had that, we've had a couple of mass shootings. People back in cages. People, pe- Well, yeah that that thing's a whole mess as well. Um, We're running out of space In the detention centers That we had The difference is Is that they're Trying to process them faster So they're not Having to be uh, Basically locked in these Detention centers for Too long The other difference is Is whereas The Trump administration Was separating children From parents We've had an influx Of unaccompanied minors So it looks... It looks just as bad as it did during the Trump administration. It's different, but at the same time, like something needs to be done. There's a big argument about whether or not the Biden administration being slow to resolve this issue has to do with the fact that they either didn't take the advice of the leaving... Uh, Trump administration or the Trump administration withheld information that didn't allow for them to come in and be prepared to resolve the issue uh, mm. more timely.
1: So they're caught with the pants now?
0: Basically. I believe both is true. Yeah, I, know. Yeah.
1: I, no, I, I heard that from, you know, because, I, again, I haven't been, I've been, for the most part, completely under rock. But some of the stuff, like I've heard Cornell West's take on this, mm-hmm. um, because I'm using a lot of his material to undergird some of my frameworks and i and i heard him mentioning Mm -hmm. some of that and just his criticisms and
0: yeah and and it's 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 spot on um you know and again the difference is aside from saying hey we didn't have all the information um there's just a difference in tone of how the criticisms that are being leveled is being uh embraced Mm -hmm. which is refreshing Mm -hmm. it's And it's sad that we even have to say it's refreshing. But, yeah. yeah. But, so, yeah, you got this whole situation where it's like, again, and then we have to go through this whole thing yet again with people where we're having to negotiate the value Mm -hmm. of black life. Where, well, it's, it's the same things again. Shouldn't have resisted. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man,
1: I there's so much I can say cuz it it's it's all running together. That that case the the, you know, that excuse um listening to the rationale behind George Floyd, like people literally arguing and trying to come up with a solution to mm. essentially say that the cop is innocent. Um and then the Columbia South Carolina thing with the um, sergeant the military guy <laughs> in the neighborhood um it's just a lot yeah it's a lot to it's a lot to handle and process right um,
0: and and then that, all that was even before we got to adam toledo yeah in 13 years old yeah 13 years old how much you know about that one
1: not a ton. I I know it's thirteen and I sit in Chicago and I was like, I, I can't
0: I can't Let's, Yeah, I can't do it. So yeah, I didn't watch the video of that I can't one do it. Man, I'm not watching the video of that one at all. I mean the little bit even from what you can see from the still frames, that one is <sighs> look. It's at night. Yeah. So they got their lights to go with the body cam. So you get a clear view. And so to rewind. Somebody made a call about shots being fired in this neighborhood, about somebody Mm -hmm. shooting off a gun. Apparently, the person who was shooting off a gun was some 21-year-old guy who was just showing off the gun, wasn't shooting at
1: (laughs) Kind of like what happened to me last night. There you go. (laughs) Out (laughs) at a restaurant, waiting for a table. Some knucklehead kids come in, knock somebody over, get an altercation, pulls out a gun in front of everybody in the restaurant. And a little kid, a little kid right there. Uh And then they run out.
0: Right. So the kid, who is, I guess, the one that the guy was showing it off to, all this kind of stuff, which, of course, led to, and I don't know, and again, it doesn't even matter, but... The 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 spin doctors, oh, the kid was gang-affiliated. Mm. He was living that life. Like, bruh, whether or not he was living that life or not, the fact of the matter is, is he ran. They gave pursuit. When they called up to him, they ordered him to turn around and show his hands. He turned around, lifted his hands, and then they shot him. Mm. Now this happened on March 28th the video wasn't released until two days ago
1: which is the up.
0: right but the prosecutor had been mm. saying oh the kid was armed saying it was a justified shooting because the kid was armed but then the video shows basically the prosecutor lied mm. which gets to another whole dynamic of this when we talk about it's not just a policing issue it's a criminal justice issue when the Prosecution, the city prosecutor is also providing cover Yeah. for law enforcement, shooting unarmed people unjustly. Yeah. And then they're protected
1: by the police union.
0: Right. So there's a whole bunch of different cogs in the engine that protect and allow for this stuff to go on unchecked. Yeah. Right? So... Yeah, kid's hmm. been shot, he dies, they try to administer CPR, but he's dead, and, and then again, again, the, the, well, shouldn't have resisted, shouldn't have ran. Bro, go, please, go on YouTube. I'm here right now. Go, go on, on YouTube and just, I don't know, put in your search, open carry. Yeah. How many videos of white people walking around in Targets and Burger Kings and you name it, public places down the street? Yeah. With assault rifles, and will stand there and tell the police officers, "I have a right to open carry." Da 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 da. And these are my rights. These are state rights. And, and here's the thing. They're not wrong. Right. The issue is the fact that they even have the opportunity to state what their rights are without getting gunned down right. immediately is proof. Right. That.
1: I mean, I'm not going to lie. As a concealed weapons permit owner, somebody who's licensed, I still fear carrying out in public. Mm-hmm. Because even though like it's lawful, it's on my license. You 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 track all this stuff. Like I don't want to. No, I don't want to risk it. But no. on the flip side, it's like yeah. So anyways, anyways right, but, yeah. but
0: but I mean to your point, because there's so you know there was that half joke half true. Um, yep. If we if we actually want to uh, get guns abolished in America, then it's going to require black people, like all black people. Registering For a gun license And buying a gun Then they'll actually Start to do something mm-hmm. Right Because I mean We've seen it before Black Panthers Go up to the State house In California Next thing you know Ronald Reagan Pushes through a gun ban In the state of California Yep Right So I mean it, it, We don't have time To get into the whole History of the Second amendment right. Why it exists Short version is Gun rights were never meant For black people Right they were meant to defend against black people. Right, right. Right. We were never meant to have the same gun rights right. as people deemed right in this country. Yeah. Which is why, again, we get seen with a gun, we dead. So after the Philando Castile, who did everything you're supposed to, and he gets shot and murdered, yeah. and the police officer gets off, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm not ever purchasing a gun. I'm not ever having a gun on me. Right. I'm not giving them another reason. Right. To assume that I'm some guy with bad intentions. Right. That I'm just another, right, not, not doing it. Yeah. Not that I'm like, oh, you shouldn't carry, you shouldn't have a kill weapon. Like, that's just me. I, yeah. yeah. You know. So, yeah. 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 Um,
1: Man, this this sucks. Mm-hmm. This sucks to hear. It. And like I said, I, I haven't been completely completely under a rock, but I haven't allowed myself to hear the details. Um, and a part of that's like, just the, I don't, I don't want to become completely numb mm-hmm. um, and cynical. Um, But also, I don't, you know, I don't know how much I can and cannot do. Right. You know.
0: I'm at a, I'm at a point where I'm just one, I don't want to consume these things, which mm-hmm. is what I hear you saying. Um, but also, I gotta admit, I wasn't, I wasn't like terribly upset, distraught, dismayed.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Mm-hmm. And I know that may sound bad or callous on the surface, but it has become so maddeningly commonplace. And we could have predicted as soon as things started to lift with the COVID restrictions, we could have predicted that this stuff would pick back up. hmm because yeah. no substantial change has been made to prevent it from I'm happening. happening. Yep. Because, and here's what they I went back on the Campaign Zero um, uh, website, which is D. Ray McKisson, who's a big activist, mm-hmm. and his campaign to, to basically end police violence. Um, And they had previously had eight different areas that they said, hey, these are the areas we need to work on for there to be substantial change. So we get gun uh, uh, police violence down to unnecessary uh, police violence down to zero. Mm hmm. They've actually flagged three of the things that they previously had as solutions because they said, as they've continued to do research and watch trends and see what's happening, that there is evidence, there is no evidence that shows those pr- previously proposed solutions actually make a difference. Mm. And one of them was training. Mm. Yep. Training and implicit bias training. Yeah. Which for me, just watching one, the the Derek Chauvin's trial, then this thing with Dante Wright, then Adam Toledo. I have actually reached that point where I've gone from defund the police to abolish the police. Mm. Because I'm like, giving them less money isn't gonna isn't gonna work, especially if we're starting to get the receipts back on training that also is saying it's not making a difference. We need to abolish the system of policing that we have and build a new one.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's happening.
0: No, it, but here's the thing: it could. Yeah, it could happen. But the people who don't even want to consider it as an option will automatically go into, oh, that's anarchy. That's just, Mm -hmm. bro, what you think we got right now? It just don't affect you. Right, right, right. It just don't affect you. Right. And it's also fascinating to me that the people who are also the ones that are quick to remind you or warn you about anarchy are also the same ones who are quick to warn you about the police state, Mm. which, come on, let's just call this bait as bait. Y'all don't. Police state, you guys are perfectly okay for black communities and communities of color to have a police state presence in existence where we can be killed on the spot right for anything and it is justified like the 4th amendment has completely been stripped down which creates the opportunity for police agencies across the US to do what they did with Dante Wright which was a pretextual stop yeah i'm going to stop you because of expired plates or this air freshener dangling from your window but I'm basically using that that as a pretext to search for illegal drugs, guns or something else that I can then give you a citation or a ticket, maybe a misdemeanor now you have been entered into the criminal justice system and now we can keep tabs on you, but we can also prevent you from, what is the thing that we always tell people on this podcast? Because it's been a minute, so let's give them a little air. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look, white supremacy is okay. Yep. It is totally fine with the presence of black people. Yep. It just don't want successful yep. black people. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they don't want black people who are securing the bag.
1: Yep, yeah. or like confident in who they are, right? And uncompromising,
0: yeah. right? Right? Unless yeah. they're comfortable in their their you know yeah. having taken on whiteness.
1: Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: put put on whiteness, I should say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I've had to. I've had a disconnect, man. Um, and a part of it is grieving. Um, the loss of these lives, the other part is um, so that I can protect myself from being traumatized and then having to read or see posts from people that it's like, but you're not doing anything to change it. Mm -hmm. Like you still support, like you would never support the idea of abolishing the police and recreating it or defunding the police. So like, and then like your lives like I think I said this, like your lives aren't authentically matching your words, mm-hmm. and you are actually a part of the problem. Mm-hmm. So again, but I have people in mind that yeah that feed
0: right and, feed and, into that, and in between that are the people who, again, some of these folks have only been on this journey for basically a year. For right. them, the breaking point was. I mean, you could almost make a chart, right? Yeah. People whose breaking point was Trayvon. Mm-hmm. Other people whose breaking point was the latter half of 2014. So that's that's Mike Brown, Eric Garner, Tamir Rice, John Crawford the yeah. third. Then you got other people whose breaking point was Philando Castile. Yeah. But then you had this pause where yeah. n- where quote nothing happened until. Last year with Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd. I'd
1: say you've just not been paying attention. But, you know, in fairness, again... It's not been... It, it, not necessarily to the national, like, magnitude, like, of it being nationally promoted. But, like, there's some stuff that has definitely
0: happened. Right. But I feel like I'm, like, defending them. <laughs> they're... Well, they're, they're, they're the and there, there's climate, ones that yeah. happened, but there were ones that, for whatever reason, the video that we had and the perspective of the video, and the gruesomeness within which it was done was not yeah. on the same level. Fair, Fair. yeah Fair of Ahmad Arbery yeah. and Brianna and 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 George, um, Floyd, George Floyd. and the and fascinating Breonna one about Brianna Taylor is there's no actual video, but the words the words of it yeah. is enough for people to be like. No, that's not right. Yeah. But in concert with the other ones, I think they yeah, had this fair. effect. So, yeah, there, there's there's people at different parts. So people who only got on board just last year, or last year was their breaking point. There's still some folks who are sincerely, what do we do? Yeah. Like, what can I do? Like, I recognize that posting things, sharing things isn't enough, what can I do? And that's where I'd advise everybody to go and look through the entire Campaign Zero website Hmm. and then think about how can I be a part of a movement in my region, my city um, to do that? Because here's the mistake that we often make. Right, because we just had a presidential election.
1: So, did we call it that? <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm in my bag today.
0: We, we had the presidential yeah, election, yeah. so you got a lot of folks who, as we said right after the election, we're about to find out who were mm-hmm. the people that were just anti-Trump and who were the people that are really truly anti-racist. Yeah, because the people who are anti-Trump now that Trump's gone, they're going to go back mm-hmm. to business as usual. There's been a lot of going back to default, right.
1: But there are, have been some people that have progressed forward. That
0: have progressed forward beyond just being anti Trump and Mm -hmm. are really starting to move into the anti racism thing. And they're starting to recognize that just sharing posts and different things and reading books aren't enough and they need to do more. And that's where I'm saying go and Like not just read these work these these books that again keep it on an individual knowledge level and an individual what work internally do I need to do myself, but then what does that look like on a political spectrum? Mm -hmm. And it's not through the federal branch; it's through local government. Yeah, that's where the work has to be done.
1: Yeah, and then how do you and then how do you work through that? You know, when you have. Local governments where it's just as bad. Like here in Charlotte, like the mm-hmm. money we give the, you know, CMPD. Right. Unbelievable. Right. But, and, 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 mind you, it's a majority black office. Mm hmm. Which is why, you know.
0: But who are the ones, again? Yeah. Like our mayor, when it comes to police contracts, police unions, basically anything having to do with the police, she's basically powerless. She has Mm -hmm. no authority. Yeah. Right? Whereas I think it's city commissioners, and it's different for each city, but I think it's city commissioners who are the ones Mm -hmm. that we need to apply pressure to. Yeah. And that's my whole point. Like, find out what that looks like in your particular area and start to apply pressure um, write legislation, propose different bills like find out right. who are the people that you can join with that work in pushing it forward right. or if the work is already being done in your city to support it because yo this just happened in Maryland yeah just happened in Maryland yeah they had the biggest wide sweeping police reform bill passed mm-hmm. which of course the response was like, uh looks like we're not going to be able to do our jobs which yo when police officers say, oh, Well, you know what? We're just not going to do our policing. You know what that means? That means we're not going to continue to do the pretextual stops Mm -hmm. that we had been doing to basically get people thrown in on the system. We believe that by us stop doing our pretext stops over policing black communities that you'll see the true nature of these black people when they tear each other apart. Yeah. Because Leo, they ain't pulling back from the way they police in white neighborhoods in the suburbs. Why? Because they don't even police those neighborhoods the same way. But it instills fear in those people who then hold the line. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: they just give speeding tickets out and make (laughs) deals to, you know, not throw the kids who got high or drunk in jail. Listen, they get their extra money. Right. So, yeah, I, you know, Again, like for those of you who may be new to the podcast, we we we've talked about these past events. And um and what you'll see is like I think it was an early episode of black trauma porn that we did. Mm-hmm. Um and that's kind of where I'm at, you know, of you know, I've made a decision like I I I can only do so much. Yes. You know, and you have to as you're processing this, I don't care what color you are. Um I'm not racist because I don't see black, yellow, green. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you know, it's polka dot. It's, I'm like, is that acne? Dot, is that really acne? <laughs> Somebody have a, a severe acne. Speak, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you have to really do what's best for you and protect yourself. Um, but it doesn't like you can't use that as an excuse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I might not be watching the trials um, intensely or following the, the details of the stories or anything, but I'm empathizing. Yeah. And I'm getting my own dose of trauma in other ways. Like I, I just watched the series of them, that them series on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and I'm on my second time through. And I felt like that was, to some degree at least, is somewhat fictional, and I don't have to process like real people dying right now in this video, yeah, movie, movie or, or yeah, docu, yeah. I don't even know what you call it. It's series. A, it's a TV show. It's, yeah. Versus having to unpack a real life, yet again, dying at the hands of police. And then mm-hmm. the guy in Columbia, ah, poor, that poor guy. Um, Yo. Yeah, yeah, that man, like, I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine living in a neighborhood being told, no, you don't, and get the hell out. And, you know.
0: We, when we first, we've had our dog now for two years. Has and it been that long? It's been that long. Perfect timing too Because Lord knows His calming presence In the midst of lockdown Fair. Um But So it live We've now lived in our house 2007 So f- Coming up on 14 years mm-hmm. So the first 11 years Really didn't do a lot of Walking through the neighborhood So now that we have Cobby Walking all the time Yep And I'm not going to lie. That was on my mind. What is the likelihood that someone is going to see me, because I live in an area where the residents, 98% are white. White people. Right. Only 2% are people of color. Mm Mm-hmm. So what's the likelihood that... Someone's going to see me And think I don't belong there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And be suspicious Of why I'm There And Mm -hmm. And fortunately it hasn't happened But I'm thinking about what happened to that kid Who lives in that neighborhood And has this army sergeant Like checking him Right In his face Ready to fight him And I'm like I'm not a fighter at all Yeah but yo, I might be real tempted to swing on, dude.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. Was it was it another black person filming it or was it? no? It, it was wife? a white
0: girl. Yeah. It was a girl in the neighborhood who lived there. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, man. Yeah, I. I yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw that video. I saw parts of that video. And only because, you know, I was talking to some friends in South Carolina who, you know, one guy knew, knew him. Blank, I knew him. You know, and... Yeah, it, it, it sucks, man. Like, it's... I'm tired of writing songs about these things. I'm tired of <coughs> posting about them. I'm tired of feeling helpless. I'm tired of saying, well, well dang, like... I can't go running In my neighborhood I can't have Apparently an air freshener hang, Hanging from my window Um Yeah And see I stuff
0: I've I'm just like I'm not gonna let That stop, stuff Stop me from living my life Hmm <laughs> And the chance that that happens to me...
1: I have to stop engage, not engaging, but, like, not engage on a certain level so that I don't stop.
0: Right. I guess, let me put it this way. For so long, I was so subconsciously aware of my blackness in white spaces and yeah. always trying to accommodate... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: Lucky? Lucky?
0: coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw are prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus white people's need for safety Yep. Yeah. that i'm just not doing it if i don't have to Yep. Yeah. I'm not, and yeah, so a good example, him. and I, I mean, I, again, I've been working with an organization at a site where it's in a black neighborhood, most everybody that I'm around every day is black, and it's black young people. Yeah. Surrounded by black excellence, but it's just a diversity of black people. Yeah. Right? And I love it. It's been healing and nurturing for my soul, and we had a... um Now, I work with a bunch of teenagers, Mm -hmm. and we had our training when spring finally broke, so we went over to Freedom Park, and we were going to do our training there, but it was so nice, we just ended up hanging out. And So here we are in Freedom Park, which, as you know, like that's one of the more diverse spots in Charlotte, Mm -hmm. where you see people of all different colors, but it's still a a large... It's Mm -hmm. in an extremely Mm -hmm. affluent neighborhood, predominantly white and wealthy. Where
1: we can't buy houses, but anyways.
0: Right, so... I just remember being aware of how for the first time I'm in this space where we're out in public and we're not in a predominantly black space. We're not in our neck of the woods, our turf, Mm -hmm. and being aware that previously I would have subconsciously been policing the blackness of my students in that space. Mm. Well, wow. And how liberating it was to be there at Freedom Park, recognize that that had been my default setting yeah. previously and being like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not about to police Mm-hmm. In essence, who they are. Yeah. In this space.
1: Yeah.
0: I, and I'm going to not only make sure that they are safe to be them full selves. I'm going to be my full space self yeah. in this space as well. Yeah. Without trying to police how loud they are. Yeah. 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 How much they are running around or doing this or doing that. No. Yeah i'm I'm not going to police blackness in this space for yeah. the sake of whiteness or our, our quote safety
1: right man that's so good and that that again like there there's so much healing in that and, and I agree because I feel like i've had to do that as well mm-hmm. like of uh, just really that's a part of the deconstruction process yep. of whiteness and supremacy and and
0: haven't been tokenized,
1: yeah, being tokenized and, and and seeing your own like trauma in that right, and then the trauma of how you view yourself, how you view other black people and and um, if anything, in two thousand and twenty I learned especially during this COVID it is like acknowledging those real issues yep. and and no matter like that 's the beautiful thing about this anti racism journey is that. Like there's always, it's always all about evolution of the mind and of the heart and liberation of the mind and of the heart. And, um, I think, you know, I I just affirm like that, that progression, Mm -hmm. you know, just to think like two years ago of where we were when we just basically started this and you entering into the urban, you know, urban promise space and like where you are now, like that, that is, that is incredible. Yep. That's very incredible. Mm -hmm. And, um, Man,
0: that's so good. Yeah, That's so good. Yeah, so we're gonna end it on a positive note for yeah. all of our uh, haters, who I'm sure are glad we're back too. Yeah, that like to criticize us for not, you know, pushing the unity button more often or, you know, putting positive spin on things.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean that whole unity thing, and I will say this about it because I'm kind of on this kick, and I'm going to figure out a way to continue to to flesh it out. But like, we're never gonna have unity and like like you can't expect unity when you still have the same like oppressive mindset like and you still affirm the same racist ideas yeah. and the same philosophies and the same <laughs> principles like you can't yeah. you can't want a multicultural church and Still, like your theology and beliefs hinge on the words of anti Semitism, like Mark, Martin Luther and Calvin, right? Like, yeah. that's very, it's very, that's a very hard case to make yeah. of forward progression,
0: right? As I like to say, you can't have unity for unity's sake. unity for unity's sake, that ain't unity, that's just a half. You can have it for the sake of uniformity and being multicolored. Well, and that's what unity for unity's sake basically right. creates, right. it's uniformity, <laughs> right. So, right. yeah, no thanks. I'll, yeah, I'll hard, pass. Hard pass. <laughs> I'll Don't pass. mean we can't live, quote, <laughs> civilly with one another. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just not going to be unified and in intentional community with people with whom the dignity of other human beings needs to be negotiated or is yep. for sale. Yeah. Um, yep. Just not. Not doing
1: it. Yeah, and my 2020 lesson is like, it starts with yourself. Don't compromise, like don't compromise that, even within yourself, like hold yourself to that that standard and that accountable, mm-hmm. accountability. And like, regardless of where you may be spiritually, like you, like I had to learn how to release the guilt of feeling like I wasn't pouring into people like this information, mm-hmm. you know? And like just being able to release it Say, I'm not responsible, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to continue to traumatize myself in the process. Right. And so knowing what you can and cannot handle is absolutely necessary. Yeah, and man,
0: evangelicalism will do that to you, because you're always supposed mm-hmm. to be spreading the word. Spreading the word, right. And <laughs> producing.
1: Producing. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, you just can't can't do that, man. Um, it's not health, healthy. Yeah, because um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a post on Facebook about the Columbia thing. Um you know, someone says I stand for justice and unity, but I'm like, but you're not but you're still affirming and leading a multicolored church with like white supremacist theology. Yeah.
0: That's a journey to even see that. Yeah. Yeah. But to your point we don't have the time to be rescuing yeah. everybody. Yeah. That's why that, they can that, come check the, out the pod. That's the,
1: that's the beautiful thing. Is like <laughs> we can't. T- I, I had to learn. I can't. I can't rescue people. Mm-hmm. And and also I have to remember that I was in that place. Yes. Like you have to always go yes. back to where you were, understanding where people are, right. so that you can so that you can stay accountable in in like your journey of empathy. Right.
0: And if you don't have compassion on the place where you previously were then you're also going to be unable, when I say you're, I mean like me, start with myself. If I'm not able to have the compassion on my former self and what I didn't know, then I'm not going to be able to have compassion on others yeah. who are where I used to be. Yeah. Because instead of seeing them as some kind of opposition or obstacle I see myself in them, and I extend to them the same compassion that I extended to myself. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that that posture of what we're communicating is like when people think we're very critical. We are. Like we're yeah. I mean, but, but it's because like for me, I, at some point, I saw like beautiful parts of the person or the organization, or there are certain <laughs> things that like that that I say out of love, hard love, harsh love. Mm-hmm. At times, but yeah, um, yeah. But, but I think it's to ultimately edify the body and like want to see everybody
0: healthy right. and free. But we're not we're not critical for critical sake. We are critical because we are seeing something that poisoned us, and that we see poisoning others, and so we're going to again call it out. And I, I, I would once again point to seeing, reading the Gospels. Jesus was doing this. Constantly, Mm -hmm. constantly. And that's what, in essence, got him in trouble.
1: Yep. So if you want to be more like Jesus, then... Critique the system. Critique the system.
0: And live in a way that critiques it. Don't just speak criticism of it, but live in critique of it. But don't just stop at critique, also create. Yep, yep. Like create something new
1: yeah yeah man Well, there you have it, folks. Real-time processing. You're welcome. Real-time processing. So, again, (laughs) thank you to our Patreons and our friends uh, for your support. Uh, Continue to uh, like, rate, review us, uh, spread the word, get people, go back and listen to some old podcasts, because I'm sure this new season we're going to be referring to a lot of things that Mm -hmm. if you hadn't listened to, you might not understand what we're talking about. Yeah, you
0: better get caught up. Get caught up, go back, refresh your memory. Listen to it on uh, 1.7
1: speed, 1.7. 1.7 1.7 if you're yeah. on Spotify, yeah. 1.5 if you're on Apple. Yep, yep. Um, I can't really speak for the other ones, but mm-hmm. all right. I guess we'll catch you guys later.
0: See you. Peace.